Hey, welcome to Noah's Window. For the last few days, I've been talking to us about how we are assured in our relationship with Jesus Christ. In other words, when we accept Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord, we become God's children. We have the assurance of eternal life, and we can never lose that. We started by talking about some of the promises of God. They're all over the New Testament. We talked about how that we are sealed by the Holy Spirit. Nothing can break that seal. And last Friday, I shared with you how that we are held in the hand of God, and nothing can ever take us out of God's hand. Today, I want to talk about the most extreme of God's promises. I say that because in performance-based religion, there are those who say that this should not be taught. And the idea is if a person believed that they were secure no matter what, then they would you know, just not be careful about the way they live. Well, there are so many problems with that. First of all, it's just not what the Bible teaches. And secondly, anyone who is born of God wants to please God. If a person has the idea, well, I've prayed the prayer so I could live however I want to, they don't even, nothing has happened in their life, that nothing has changed. Um, but we do still recognize just how flawed we are. And there can be a feeling. What if something really goes sideways in my life? What if I get into such a bad place that my confidence in God really wavers? What if I get into such a place where I'm so far down that I kind of turn my back on God? It's a good question. The most extreme verse in the Bible about the assurance that we have of our salvation is the one I'm about to share with you now. I need to take you once again to the book of 2 Timothy. And Paul is writing to Timothy about the assurance that we have in Jesus Christ. It looks to me like this may have been a song that was sung in the early church because it's kind of set off as a quotation. So I don't, I don't know if this was a common quotation of the early church or if this was, I, I want to believe it's a song that they sang. Maybe, maybe we should have a song like this today. So what we're going to see is some, what what I would call parallelisms. In other words, there's a, there's a statement and then there's sort of a parallel statement that responds to it. And there, there are a group of these. So let me just read this to you. If we die with him, we will live with him. You see what I'm saying? I mean, if we die with him, we will live with him. If we endure, we will reign with him. If we deny him, he will deny us. So can, can you kind of feel the drift of that statement? If, if we die with him, we'll live with him. If we endure, we will reign with him. If we deny him, in other words, if we, if we are ashamed of knowing him, then he, he will kind of be ashamed of knowing us. So we feel how those lines parallel. The next line starts off, if we are unfaithful to him, well, what do we expect here? Because we've seen how these other parallel, parallels work. If we die, we'll live with him. If we endure, we'll reign with him. If we deny him, he'll deny us. If we are unfaithful, then we expect the next line to be, he'll be unfaithful to us. That would fit, wouldn't it? It would, it would fit the, par the pattern that's set up in these verses. You know, if we die with him, we'll live with him. If we endure, we'll reign with him. If we deny him, he'll deny us. If we're unfaithful to him, he'll be unfaithful to us. But that's not what the Bible says. In the most extreme verse in the Bible about God's assurance in our life, I want you to listen to this whole thing. If we die with him, we'll live with him. If we endure, we'll reign with him. If we deny him, he will deny us. If we are unfaithful, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny himself. I love that. It's one of my favorite lines in scripture. 
because there are times in my Christian life that I am unfaithful. I, I just, my love for God just doesn't match his love for me. I wish it did. You know, my, my service for God doesn't match his power in my life. I just come up short. And yet the Bible says, even if we're unfaithful, if we get to a place in our life that's so dark and so bleak and we're in such weakness, that we just sort of lose our grip on God. The Bible says he remains faithful. He can't be less than he is. When I am less than what I should be, God can't be less than he is. In my office, in my inner office, on my desk, I have a piece of artwork given to me by my good friend, Dr. Joe Beck. It's a copy of a piece of artwork that he commissioned, and I love it much. It's a, it's just kind of a statue that sits on my desk. It's about this tall. The bottom of the statue is a hand reaching up out of water, and the top of the statue is a hand reaching down, holding onto the wrist. The hand reaching out of the water is open. It can no longer grasp the hand of the rescue, the arm of the rescuer, and even though that hand is open. The hand of the rescuer is fastened firmly around the wrist of that first person. I look at that statue all the time because it's, it's the story of my life. My hand is reaching up, but I can't always grasp God because of my weakness and my failure. But God's hand never lets go of me. Even if we are unfaithful, he remains faithful. He can't deny himself on our worst day when we are so much less than we should be. He cannot be less than he is. He is always faithful. That's massive. I'm so glad you joined us today for Noah's Window. But I can't, I can't end this session today without giving you a chance to make sure that you have reached out for that hand of God who will never let you go. The Bible tells us that salvation is God's gift, that Jesus died to pay for it. And he rose from the grave to put God's exclamation point on the planet. And scripture says, anyone who reaches up, anyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. So today, whether this is the first time you've ever thought much about God, or if you grew up in church like I did, but you've always wrestled with this, if you want to settle this today, why not just pray this prayer with me that reaches out to God? And the God who is always faithful will answer your prayer. Pray with me. Dear God, I am a flawed, broken sinner, but I believe you love me. I believe Jesus died on the cross to pay for my sins. I believe he rose from the grave, that he is King of kings and Lord of lords. I ask you to forgive me. I receive Jesus as my king. I claim your promise of everlasting love and forgiveness. In Jesus' name, amen. If you just pray with me, I have a gift I want to give you. It's a, a box that has a Bible, a New Spring Bible, a book I wrote that'll maybe answer questions that you still have about this relationship. All you have to do is text PRAYED, P-R-A-Y-E-D, just the word PRAYED, to 97,000. We'll get this out to you. 
So I pray that you have a wonderful day today and that you just celebrate the faithfulness of God that will never let you go. So until next time, have a wonderful day. We'll see you soon on Noah's Window.